All right, Hope students, welcome to another edition of the podcast. Today we have Lauren with us. Uh, how Lauren joins us is a little bit different because the first time we recorded this, it did not save. So Lauren is going at it again for the first time ever on the Hope Students podcast. We're trying this one more time. Lauren, what do you have to say? Um, I'm really excited. Maybe my first time wasn't good, so hopefully this will be better. <laughs> And it'll sound better than it did the first time. Yes. <laughs> no, it was great the first time. It'll be great again. I hope students are in for a treat. Uh, Lauren, I'm going to ask you a big question. Out of every person you've met at Hope Church, who is the person that you would like your life to emulate? Oh, this is a hard because I've met some really incredible people. Um, I think one person that's really stuck out to me has been Katie Nielsen. She just leads with such good, like she has such great leadership and has just poured into our lives in ways that I didn't even know. But now as I reflect on like the summer, I've been like, wow, this has been really awesome. So I would love to be able to lead like she does one day. Uh, that's a great answer. I would have gone with Alyssa Leinberger. Alyssa, if you're listening, I'm sorry. Oh, I don't. That's my host mom. I know. Just kidding. We talk about how great you are all the time. I just need all of Hope that's Students' podcasts to know. Oh, podcast. Uh, of course, Mark. But you don't want to be, emulate Mark. You know, that'd be, that seems different. But um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Mark is great too. Like, it's ugh, just Leinbergers. Uh, Alyssa, Mark, shout out. So, uh, all right, Lauren, let's go ahead and uh, take it away. Round two. All right, um, so during my talk, um, I talked about next steps and how next steps look different for all of us, but I know that the Lord calls us all to get out of our comfort zone and take next steps. So when I was growing up, one of my favorite summer activities was to water ski. I learned when I was around 10, and so we had these little kid skis that we learned on, and eventually... I got to adult skis because I realized I can't ski on little ki kid skis when I'm 16 years old. So I made that step, and about two summers ago, I decided that I wanted to learn how to slalom ski, which slalom skiing is just skiing with one ski. So my dad is really good at skiing, and he um, one thing I love about skiing is I get to spend time with my dad um, doing that. So... One summer, or two summers ago, one day, my dad and I went to the lake, just the two of us, and I was like, Dad, today's the day I'm going to learn how to slalom ski. He was like, all right, great, let's do it. So we went out there, we started, I was really confident in myself, get up on two skis, drop one, next thing I know I'm in the water, and I was like, man, this is going to be a lot harder than I thought it would be. So we spent the next rest of the day just learning um, what to do and how to do it. And he kept coaching me and gave me guidance, and I kept falling. Um, but eventually, by the end of the day, I got up on two, I dropped one, I went over to the, the one ski, and I stayed, and I was up. And it was awesome. I had so much joy, and I left that day feeling so accomplished. And my dad and I, we got to celebrate that that night. So I could have stayed on two skis that summer, and I would have had a good time. And I could still be skiing to this day on two, and it would have been great. 
but I would never have been able to experience the joy of skiing on one ski. So that day when my dad and I went, I had to trust him and have faith in him that he had the ability to teach me, teach me how to take that next step. So just like I had faith in my dad that day, we all have faith in something, whether that's our school and our grades, maybe it's our sports team or our ability um, in on the field, maybe it's our parents, or our siblings, um, and I know for myself, I've been guilty of just having faith in myself and relying only on me. Um, so today, we're going to look at a guy who had faith and demonstrated that in the Bible, and his name is Peter. And Peter was a disciple of Jesus, and he got to walk and do life with Jesus here on earth. He had the privilege of doing ministry and getting to see Jesus do miracles firsthand. So we're going to look at the story of Jesus walking on water. So it's in Matthew 14, 22 through 34. We see this picture of um, they, Jesus and his disciples had just fed the 5,000 and Jesus instructs his disciples to get on a boat and to start heading out. And Jesus was going to go up and pray. So then Jesus is praying. And around 3 o'clock that morning, Jesus decides that it's time for him to get on the boat. So like Jesus, he just casually starts walking out on water. And in the boat, um, it says that they were afraid. And they said they were fe fearful because they thought it was a ghost. And I think that we see a little bit of Peter's um, personality here because Jesus says, don't be afraid. It's me. Um, take courage. Take heart. And, or, and Peter, he says, hey, Jesus, if it's you, tell me to come out. And Jesus replies and says, come. And so Peter steps out of the boat and he walks in water to him. And it accounts where Peter looks, looks away from him and he falls and starts drowning and immediately Jesus reaches out and pulls Peter out of the water. But the part that I really want to focus on here is Peter getting out of that boat. So Peter's comfort zone was the boat. He was safe. He um, was with his friends. And it's a place that he um, knew that nothing could happen really to him. He was in this boat. But Jesus calls him and says, hey, Peter, step out of this boat come to me, get in this water that it's a little bit scary and you might have problems, but trust me and see where I'm going to take you. And I just love this because like in my skiing example, I could have stayed on two skis. Peter could have stayed in the boat, but he would never be able to tell that, tell the story of him being able to walk on water. And I just imagine like that would be such a cool story to tell your friends and to tell people um, and just such a testimony of Jesus and his faithfulness. So we all have these comfort zones. We all have these places that we like to be in. But I think that Jesus calls us out of these comfort zones and calls us to take next steps. And that all looks different for us. Some of that, it might be um, sitting with someone or talking to someone that you don't normally talk to. Maybe it's inviting that friend from school to youth group. Maybe it's just asking the big question about who God is or the big question that you've been wondering, even though you might have a little bit of doubt, but you want to know. So I took a really big step this summer um, in coming to Richmond. I've lived in the same city um, my whole life, and it's been great, but it's been a comfort zone for me. I feel comfortable there. 
Um, and I knew that Jesus was calling me to a next step. And it's been really cool to see him show up um, in Richmond and in this part of my life. So I want to challenge you guys. Um, what is your next step? What is it that you're feeling that the Lord is calling you to that might be a little bit scary and uncomfortable, but you know that you're supposed to do? And I bet that if you do that, that great things are going to come and you're going to see God show up in ways that you never expected. One thing that I love that Katie has been talking to us about this summer is the three things that we need on this journey. And that's one God, one place, and one friend. And I want to focus on that friend part is when you guys take this next step, I challenge you to find a friend. Find a f maybe a, someone your age, maybe a youth group leader or a parent, but someone that you can walk with in this journey and hopefully at the end be able to celebrate with. Just like when I went skiing, my dad was my one friend and he got to encourage me and help me and then at the end we got to celebrate together. So I want you guys to think about what your next step might be and then who is someone that can walk with you in that. Awesome, Lauren. Thank you so much. Um, that's kind of why we opened our intro question with today. Who do you most look up to? Because um, that's kind of what you talk about in the end, finding that person that you want to walk with and um, that you can share Christ with. And Hope has so many great people uh, between our interns and Katie and Rachel and Kyle and Pete and your small group leaders and um, parents, like, oh my gosh, Hope is just filled with really cool people that you can walk with. And so please take Lauren's message to heart and find those people because uh, it, it might be scary to ask, but the reward in the end will be great. So Lauren, thank you so much for your message. And I think that's all that we have today. So I uh, hope students will see you again next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.